This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we got a special guest, Johnny Carter, Gono Fuego. Go ahead, bro. Hello. Nah, go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. I'm Johnny, and I make sounds and shit and try to make... Oh, can I swear on here? Okay, okay, bet, bet, bet. Yeah, just be producing, engineering, fucking working with artists, trying to make some shit sound good, bro. Yeah. Long time now. It'd be like that. I'm tired. <laughs> you look tired. <laughs> nah, but hey, man, I know the audience wants to know, why do they call you Johnny Carter, bro? Everybody will only say Johnny Carter, not just Johnny. So my boy Reddy, years ago, incredible producer, good friend of mine, he, we were just in the studio and he was like, Johnny Carter. I'm like, what? He's like, that's your new name. I was like, fuck it, let's go. It's just stuck. Yeah. It just sounds official, you know? It does sound pretty official because every time I hear that, I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> who, who is this guy? Like, I got, I got to meet him one day, so. Yeah, it's the alter ego, bro. I'm just trying to, you know, tap in. That's what's up, man. And the music is fire. Peligrosa, fire. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Shout out to Abel. And right before we get into it, guys, go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. And go ahead, share the video. So today on Sad Boy Radio, we're going to go ahead and talk about how life moves fast. Man, it just honestly feels like something's always going on and shit never slows down. Even when you want to have the time, it's like, like, where do you find it? I find myself struggling to like, time manage lately because whenever I just sit down and do nothing, I'm like, fuck, I got to go do something. And then I start counting the minutes. I start counting the hours that go by that I'm doing nothing. And I think I stress more about doing nothing than I actually am productive at some point. So for me, it's, it's terrible, man. But that's one thing, right? Another thing being your friends, right? As life moves on, you go in and out of friendships, in and out of relationships. You watch your friends who you've been around forever grow up, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks. Even though you don't talk to somebody every day, even though they're not around you all the time, it's still like, damn, I still got love for you. I still care about you. It reminds me of the song Count On Me by Bruno Mars. You know, he says you can count on me like one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, I can count on you like four, three, two. Yeah, and just like that, bro. So go ahead and talk about some of those r- relationships, friendships that have influenced you in that way. I feel like as of recently, uh, I'd say like the past year or two, I finally like come into, you know, my close group of friends, you know, my peers, people I work with, people that I can hang out with, you know, just do whatever with. Obviously, they're all the people I work with, you know, Nick, Abel, Adam, my, my brother Sam, you, yeah, there's, the list goes on and on. As of recent, I've just been like, man, I'm so blessed because it's so hard to find people like this. Not only that are genuine as uh, just human beings, but that have the same, you know, if not the same, the similar work ethic that are just down for whatever and are fucking stupidly talented. It's hard to come by, but once you find those people, you keep them close and uh, you lift, just lift each other up every day and just keep working at, you know, whatever the fucking end goal is. From what I've heard, the end goal is the Grammys, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just want to be able to fucking support myself and my family and everyone, you know. I know money isn't everything, but... Just to be able to not have to worry about shit and focus on the craft, focus on, you know, your relationships, 
focus on loving everyone, focus on health, focus on bettering yourself, you know? So go ahead and talk about how that, you know, music came about. How did this strong passion, because I see it in you, right? <laughs> that passion to work hard and create good music, create good sounds, you know? You might be fucking around in there half the day, but... Yeah, right? Shit. Uh, I mean, growing up, my, my parents put me in piano lessons, so I was classically trained for a solid 12, 13 years. Um, so that's like my background is piano. And then I think, I'm trying to remember, I had to have been like a sophomore in high school. I asked my mom to like get me software and she scooped me that in like a little MIDI. Since that day, I'd never stopped. I'd never stopped making music. It was the hardest thing I had ever done in my life, but it was the funnest. So that's like what kept, you know, motivating me every day. After two years, three years, you see yourself getting better and you're like, oh, fuck. I mean, there's ups and downs where you're like, damn, I'm ass. To this day, I'm still like, fuck, I'm ass. But you can see, you can see the growth and whatnot. So that always pushes you forward. So it's, it's cool, man. And you're always going to be your heart harshest critic right that's something that a lot of artists struggle with you know i've had so many different artists come on and they're like fuck a lot of the times i hate my music bro i swear to god bro they're not they're not wrong for you guys it's kind of easier right because you can go back and listen to it and be like fuck i hate this for me i gotta sit through a whole episode of 30 minutes and i'm like fuck this is this is trash nah and well i mean i I feel like it's different too because like you're gonna see yourself on camera too like, we're just hearing stuff. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like, I'm about to look back at this and be like, bro, what are you on, bro? Hey, you know what I do when I'm editing? I'm like, damn, I should have said this or damn. I think, oh, man, I had something else to say. But, you know, it'd be like that. You can't hate on what you're going to create all the time because, you know, fuck it. On to the next. Life's going to keep on going. Yeah, I mean, and the more you do it, the more you're going to bridge that gap of, damn, I should have said this. And you'll be more accepting of, you know, the choices that you made. And you'll be like, yeah, it's whatever now it is what it is you know yeah i don't know man it's it's tough but it'd be like that you know you can't you can't be mad about it something i tend to do a lot man especially going back to like life right i reminisce on a lot of things and nostalgia is like nostalgia is a cloud it clouds your vision on a lot of things i just saw a tweet about derrick rose right and they're like derrick rose wasn't that good you guys are just nostalgic because so and so right yeah Yeah. yeah But Derrick Rose was a monster, all I got to say. As far as nostalgia, though, it does cloud a lot of the things you do. We're going to get a little dark here, man. Bro, I'm a dark motherfucker, bro. (laughs) Nostalgia is like, it fucks with your head a little bit because think about like relationships with anybody, right? Say you fall out with somebody, you stop talking to them. And like I've said before, time heals all wounds. You go on, those wounds are going to heal. You're not going to be mad about it. You're not going to be hurt about it. But you're going to look back and be like, damn, I kind of miss them. I should reach out, right? That relationship fucks you up again. So when looking back on your life, right, what are those significant moments that, you know, you just think about and you're like, how the fuck did I end up here? You know, I know a lot of people have that, like, reminder, right? You kind of wake up one day and you're like, how did I get here? I don't know how old you are, but for me, I'm 21. I'm like, all right, I'm on a podcast now. How the fuck? So for you, what is that? Bro, shit. There have been so many of those moments. I'm 27 now, so I'm on my way to, to dirty 30. I can't pick up one. Like I've been homeless before, bro. Like, God knows I've been in like an amazing programs just around so many people, like cool ass jobs. Like as time moves on, you just, 
it's like it's cliche but it's there's chapters in your life and like I'm I felt like I was a certain person in each of those and every time you get past each of those chapters some of that stays with you and I try to make them like the good things like everything that I've learned but um it's a lot to take in and like you said like all of a sudden you're like holy shit like what am I doing here now you know I feel like subconsciously we all know exactly where we're trying to go and what we want and no matter what if you're open enough to you know the universe it'll take you there I was hoping you'd keep going because I just really like related to what you were saying right because your life is literally in chapters, just like you said. Mm -hmm. That's how I think about it, especially with school, right? You know, that's kind of how it is your first few years of life. You go through school, you graduate from eighth grade, that's a chapter. Mm -hmm. You start high school, freshman to senior, that's a chapter. Mm -hmm. Then whether you go on to have a trade or you go on to college, that's another chapter. And then you finally get to the real world and it's like, holy fuck. Like, and then it turns to the books where you can fucking pick which one, which uh, way you want to go. Now, have you read those books before? Uh, what do you think? It's like, it's like story. You read like a page, and then at the bottom it says, All right, if you take this door, uh, you turn to page 36, or if you take the right door, turn to page 47. You never read one of those books? Nah, bro, because like whatever you do is gonna determine like the next path you take. You should check those out, those are pretty cool. Dumb. I'm definitely need to check that out. Yeah, it's yeah, just like you said, man. Uh, your life is in chapters, and it sometimes they just move way too fast. I was just thinking about that on the way here. You know, 2021, it's been a fucking year, bro. bro. Uh, it's been more eventful than 2020 because Thanks. for me, 2020 was you know you were just locked up in the house. In 2021, I'm gonna give you a little rundown. Go, please. January, everybody gets sick in my house. COVID. My grandma passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. My condolences. Oh, thank you. But it's okay. <laughs> uh, February, January, February, I start hanging out with Vic, right? We start SBR, actually. We start recording. March, release, take you through summer, out partying, focusing on SBR, school, all that shit, right? And finally, December, I'm hoping to close it out, graduation. So just that, it's like, wow, that was one fucking year, right? A lot. Oh, I forgot. June, my other grandma passed away. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that one. But it's like, wow, that's one fucking year. And that's the year that I'm trying to fucking close out school. So what the fuck oh, is the rest of life? Not. Damn, bro. So for that, it's just kind of like, you know, just like you talked about hardships. You talked about being homeless. You talked about being in amazing programs. I'd like to think of life as it comes in waves a lot of the times, right? That's a good way to put it, yeah. You get the good waves. You get the bad waves. Sometimes you get that loneliness. And it's like, okay. Let me learn how to be alone. Let me go find something that's going to bring me peace. Mm -hmm. You keep working your way up to just feel better about certain things. And once you feel better, once you feel at peace, a lot of the good things start to come around. It's uh, what's that law of attraction? Mm -hmm. You draw good things. Definitely. A thousand percent. A song I think about is August Alsina. I don't know if you listen to August Alsina. Never heard. You need to listen to August Alsina. Me on, bro. Entanglements, bro. It, you'll know him as the Entanglements guy. Okay. That's how everybody knows him. The song is Look at How Far I've Come. And he says, even though I'm out here stressing, still I got to do my best and let it go. This song overall is a really powerful song where he reflects on everything that he's gone through throughout time, you know. He's been homeless. He's had his brother sell his laptop for crack. His dad and stepdad were both addicts. His mom was putting up with that and, like I said, kicked them out. 
And he's finally reached the point where he signed to Def Jam. This is his second album. Okay. Saddest album out there because when I went to see him, it was after the second album. He didn't perform one song off this album. He performed all the music from his mixtapes, all the music from his first album. And like I said, this song is just about, look at, look at where I am now, just like we were talking about. You know, after all the shit I've been through, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's, it's the truth, man. Sad boys until we die. <laughs> Sad boys for real. <laughs> but yeah, man, go ahead and talk about how those struggles have really impacted you and shaped who you are today. Anytime that, you know, shit hits the fan, I've always had music, so that's always been, you know, my therapy, my outlet. So I guess you can never, I can never say, I should say that I didn't have, you know, an outlet, like I just said, but um, I always had that. And I did always have, you know, friends along the way to this day who are amazing. So, um, but like you said, is making the positive out of every situation is definitely like, you need that, bro. You need, you need some type of cornerstone to push you through whatever it is because a lot of the shit ain't that serious you know moat like if you think about it a lot of things in life it's fine as long as you have your family friends you know you're healthy i say this over and over again it's not serious so that's why we got to create art just you know do you figure out how you can monetize it and be straight so as an artist how has it helped your growth i mean i feel like it's synonymous with like just growing up physically like mentally it's been it's since we are artists it comes from us it's a part of me regardless so it's always going to change it's always going to evolve it's a it's a living thing um and at least for music it's something that's not tangible you know it's just it's out there in the ether see what you can grab see what you can create Mm -hmm. it's fascinating it's a it's a difficult topic to talk about you know just art in general but it's fucking fun (laughs) that's why we do it it's It's fun as fuck hell yeah it's always a great time just being able to talk about the things that have impacted you the music that shapes who you are today a lot of these songs that i always mention they take me back to a time where i might have felt lonely where i might have felt good where i might have felt like damn i met the love of my life this day that that nostalgia bro exactly that nostalgia clouds your mind bro that's why music is a gift and a curse a thousand percent it'll make you reach out to your ex it'll make you say fuck your ex so (laughs) it'll make you say damn i love my friends fuck them because like drake said where were you bro where where your ass was at bro but yeah man when it comes to music and the platform that you get now with social media you're able to express a lot more. You're also able to display a lot more and show where you are now and look back to where you were before, right? For you, how has social media been a tool that you've used? What have been like the positives and negatives of it? I mean, positives are you can hit anybody up and you never know what can come of that. Um, Negatives, it's draining. (laughs) I feel like my relationship with social media is more on like the negative side. Mm -hmm. It's not that I I don't like it. It's just it's not a part of my my lifestyle. I don't like like it's just very draining to me. Like I don't like taking pictures like that. I don't like, you know, filming myself. I don't like doing all that stuff. I 
completely see and understand the benefit from it and I feel like if you are like uh, an artist like a like a persona like a musical artist or whatever and you're really trying to get yourself out there you better be doing that shit because I mean that's one of the easiest ways to get your face out there but I like just being behind the scenes like the most that you'll hear my name is if I put my fucking tag on a shit <laughs> other than that bro like I'm just trying to chill. <laughs> I just want to chill. Just want to chill, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. But social media is important, and I don't put anyone like anyone down. Anyone down that is like doing that shit to the fullest. But um, it's just not for me. I feel that. I be seeing. I be watching though. I see everyone. I see what y'all be doing. <laughs> I feel you, bro. And I've talked about it so many times that social media is just draining, bro. I hate having to go on it. Like you said, the positive is you're able to reach out to anybody. Man, I I can tell you how many guests I've fucking re- reached out to for this, right? But trying to be on it all the time, trying to put out, you know, a post every day or put out a story every day. It's like, man, that's one of those things that I'm like, fuck, I got to do it. But then I just sit on my phone doing absolutely nothing. I swear, man. And most of the time, every day is not glamorous, bro. I be crusty, like, just in the studio, bro. Like, I don't be doing shit. I don't be dressing up. Like, this is me dressing up. Like, I, you know. I feel you. Nah, that's how I was last week. I had the sweats on. That's what I'm saying. We're chilling, bro. Shit ain't. It's not like that. I just, just be yourself. Just go about your day nah bro you gotta connect the able song and be like hey check out my boy's new song with the cough don't get me wrong yeah obviously anything that i work on and that i'm involved with of course i'll you know put out there but just like for my like daily life and shit i usually won't but every now and then you'll, you'll catch me posting shit i feel you so for you do you ever just like look back on your social media posts like back in the day and be like damn that was at this certain time in my life now like i had said earlier look at where i am now mm-hmm. how often does that occur for you or even if it does you know now that the thoughts there how does that make you feel it's cool it's good to know that it's there i don't like like living in the past because i mean i've lived it they're all in my memories but that's another thing i don't take pictures like if i'm out or something i don't like have things to go back on i like you know living in the moment but yeah and since I don't, I don't really post much, there's not much to go back on. I probably got, like, under 100 posts or some shit. I don't know. I feel like, obviously, when I'm much older, I'd be like, damn, I wish I could, you know, mm-hmm. look back on some shit. But since everyone's on their phone, I'm sure they have shit of me somewhere. They'll send it to you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> be like, yo, remember when we were doing this? Remember before we were famous, bro? Nah. Hey, he does not want the fame, bro. He does not like it. <laughs> He said, leave me on my Adele shit. Yeah, bro, let me re- let me chill. Let me eat some good food. Let me just fucking make beats. You're going to let Adam and Abel handle all of yes, that, Yes, right? they can do it all, please. <laughs> I love them, though. I'll be by their side. I'll be right there. So You're going to be the OVO 40? Yes, sure. I, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yes, 40 is a goat, bro. He is. So go ahead and talk about that relationship, bro, with Adam and Abel. How's that been? That's amazing. Uh, I mean, Adam, so Nick almost nailed it with, uh, like, how we met and shit. So I think he said that Abel and I went to high school together. That's actually not true. 
Adam and Abel did. I think he said that. But Abel and I grew up in Berwyn together, two blocks away from each other, and we played soccer with each other our whole lives. I ended up going to a private school in LaGrange called Nazareth Academy, and he went to Morton. So at that time, that's like when we split and we went to different colleges and shit. But we played high school together our whole lives pretty much. And then, um, shit, when he finished school, I had I, I dropped out when I was a sophomore. I had already been working on music for a minute, and he just DM'd me, and then we reconnected. And man, he, bro, Abel's so cold. Like I've been making music for years now, a long time. He's like he started up, I think, like two years ago now. But bro, the the amount that this man has learned and like what he's willing to do to like just be at the level of everyone that's around him because dude this man's caliber of like output is insane he's an incredible writer incredible person but this man just is crazy he's he's the truth and then don't get me started about fucking adam this man we met at a music camp i know nick you could go to nick's podcast to get that whole background but adam can do everything he's a guitar player he's a producer He's got an, uh, uh, he's an incredible writer. Fuck all the music. Like, all these people are just great people. So if, like, I can vibe with you on that level, the music's going to happen regardless. Um, same thing goes for, for Nick. Nick is, that's big bro. He's so, he's the coldest, bro. That man is the truth, too. All of these people, bro, I swear to God, these guys are ridiculously talented, are going places, and... Again, like I said, I'm lucky to have them in my life. If we're, When we're with each other, though, I'm like, fuck you, bro. You're a piece of shit. Don't talk to me. <laughs> hey, just so you know, Adam, yeah. he called you a bitch before yeah, we started. I did. I was like, yeah, Adam's a little bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, honestly, man, ever since that interview, I've been listening to this stuff nonstop. And it's like, this. The, like I told Nico, I'm like, this man is the Hispanic Charlie Puth, bro. <laughs> he is. That's a good way to put it. He really is. That's what it be sounding like. And I really like that he does Spanish music now. Mm-hmm. I don't. He hasn't put anything new out in English, right? Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he's still recording in English. All I hear is Spanish nowadays. He's, uh, he's got the best of both worlds. Like, he can throw down, you know, in every direction. Shit. How many artists, you know, can do that? Prince Royce. Prince Royce was not good at it. Royce. Adam, Abel, Nick, all the new shit that they're going to be dropping. It's fucking incredible we just need to really catch this buzz in chicago because i feel like outside of chicago they're really getting a lot of recognition like latin countries fucking spain but their shit's so cold bro and i'm not just saying this because i'm their friends like is the real deal like no yeah it's just yeah i showed my brother yesterday and he doesn't even listen to like he pop spanish like he'll listen to old school hip-hop bro like tupac and dr dre that's all this man listens to and i showed him um the peligrosa song i'm like this shit's pretty legit right and he's like yeah i thought they were like some hispanic superstars i'm like nah they're just some dudes i interviewed (laughs) no offense no offense like i'm like nah like they're not that big yet i interviewed them so dude that's the that's the crazy thing to me it's like I don't know how. Hey, everything's gonna happen in time. And that's all I'm gonna say. They're just gonna we're gonna keep putting out music, fucking you know, working on the shit, making sure that shit's tight, and everything will fall into place.
Exactly. Consistency, bro. And mm-hmm. that's what makes me so excited to do stuff like this is the fact that, you know, when I'm down and I'm like, damn, like, do I want to go record today? I think about all the people I've interviewed. I think about Adam. I think about Abel. I think about Nico. I think about Renika, Mia, Nico, other Nico. And it's like, damn, I've really been able to do all of this Aragon, Cuyo, like all of them, bro. And I'm like, wow, I've done all of this in less than a year so far. And now Johnny Carter. Johnny Carter con fuego, bro. In the building. <laughs> it really brings me joy to think, wow, I've really done that. And, man, it's only up from here. You know, like you said, with time, bro, it'll all happen one day. And then we'll have you guys on after you won the Grammy, and it'll be like... Bro, we got to get you guys laced up with a couple more mics. It'll be a problem if you get all of us up here at once. Oh no 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 no, we're not we're not oh. doing nah not nah, I I know what Nico told me. He's like, yeah, we had all the like six guys in with all these mics. I'm like, no. It would be crazy. It would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get an overhead setup, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna get an overhead setup so it just gets all of us. I, there's no way I'm giving each of us a mic. Yeah. The editing on that would be fucking nuts. Yeah. I can only imagine. Well, what other what other things are you working on, bro? I'm toying with like my own uh, artist project. I'm not. There's nothing solidified, cause I'm like not a singer or anything. But I know how to fucking melodyne and use auto tune, so I can make myself sound cold. <laughs> but <laughs> it's very like '80s inspired, like it's very synth heavy. But we'll see. I'm not. I have no plan on putting anything out, but I'm um, I'm toying with the idea. Mm. Um, Nick's been really helping me too. Just kind of guide and you know shape the sound too i mean he's the one that's been we both talk, like been telling each other like uh, we gotta like do our own shit you know practice our own writing and you know it'll only help with guiding working with uh, other artists and whatnot but um he's what two three deep it's motivating to see like you know your peers working on their own stuff too because that's a whole different ball game bro because like it's like you and your voice, and that shit's always trash. So, <laughs> but it's fun because you can be like your truest self. You know, you can make the beats that you want to make. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But other than that, working with all the people mentioned, mixing a lot of records, working with other artists like in Ecuador, my boy Alex Ponce, he's so cold, bro. He's another one that's on the brink of something big for sure. So did you put that one together, the Alex Ponce and Adam? Derretirme. Uh, so that one I just mixed. So a- uh, Adam produced all of that. They just gave me all the beat stems, all the vocals, and then I produced the vocals. So I did like all the like cool shit you hear in the vocals, and I tightened the beat and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like the uh, the guy at the end that just made it, you know, pop out. But those were the motherfuckers that they wrote it. They they produced that shit up. They're so cold, bro. But Alex got some stuff that's coming out. Like all his these next records coming out, I've I've helped on, and Adam has as well. So you guys will be able to hear that. I'm really excited for that stuff. I really am. Nah, yeah, bro. That track that track was fire. Thank you. I really like that. What else have you worked on for uh, Adam? Because I know you've done all of Abel's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. For Adam, Mia. I did Mia. He did heavy production on that. I did the vocals and mixed everything. The n- new joints that are coming out, uh, I was involved with. Did you do the Siempre Me Falla? That one I had nothing to do with. That was Nick. Okay. He was the the closer on that one. Mm. He makes and mastered that record. I was in that music video. I played the keys for it. <laughs> That's like my involvement. <laughs> but he made it look like he did something. Yeah, man. 
that shit was nothing was playing, so everything's fake. <laughs> hey, so now you know when you watch a music video, no, it's fake. Yeah. For those of you who don't, <laughs> the thing is, like, we work on so much, mm -hmm. and once a song's done, then there's a rollout and you gotta set a date. So, like, sometimes I don't even know it's out. He doesn't even know. He doesn't. But I swear, I know everything that's coming out here on out will be. I'm definitely touching it, most of it. Well, fine, just look at the credits when it comes out. I don't know, bro. There's a lot. I'm tired, bro. He said, I worked too hard today. I tried making too many sounds. Dude, I swear. It's like the end of the process, so it's not like where we're starting from scratch, where we're cooking up and writing. It's like everything's been done, so I'm just being very analytical and critical and like making sure everything's, you know, sounding pleasing to the average listener and that's like what's exhausting mm -hmm. no you're definitely at the hard part it's we're we're nearing the end i want to ask you so bad if when's the album but that's not yours to tell no it's not <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me that just know there's a lot coming and it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be really really dope bro and it's not just these guys man that's the thing like chicago has so many incredible artists that i feel like are not getting enough recognition. But then again, it's not everyone's releasing constantly. You know, everyone has their process, but fuck, bro. Like, a lot of my other friends are just so cold, and I'm just like, put music out, bro. Like, goddamn. So hopefully you guys get to hear or, or feel a shift in the city of like, whoa, okay, like, Chicago's really on the map. Because I really, I want that. like. It needs to happen. There's no way it can happen. So yeah, bro. I mean, put me in contact, bro. Let's make it happen, cause that would be big, man. That that would be a huge thing, because I know when Nico came on, he talked about L.A., New York, Atlanta. They have that infrastructure. Yeah, they have that the infrastructure there. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Yeah, he's right. Like, we have everything. We have the talent. We have the drive. Blah, 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 blah. It's just that infrastructure to really be able to compete, you know? And when I mean compete, I'm saying, like, you can be in a fucking studio with God knows how many people in L.A. Like, that's all they do. You know, people that are in the industry, they're in the studios every day. You know, they have sessions, boom, boom, boom. You can move around. Here, it's, uh, it's everyone's kind of more in their, you know, bubble and circle and, like, little pockets, at least from what I've witnessed. It's just trying to, you know, bridge those gaps and get people to use each other obviously in a good way it's got to happen i know exactly what you mean man and it's almost like yes it's the artist's job to reach out especially if they're trying to connect and work together but i like to think of it almost like the producer man the producer really you guys are the key to that you know bringing people together making Definitely. sure that there's that structure you know just like you guys had the camp the writing camp and that was amazing like we need more of those and I mean, because there's that's the thing, it's you need money to be able to, you know, do all these things and bring all these people in. I know at least for I could speak for Nico and I and a lot of my other producer friends, like we're our doors are open to anyone. Like if you if you want to work, whatever it is, like hit, hit me up, we'll figure it out because we're lovers of music. You know, we want we want to make awesome shit. We want to create. And as long as uh, you're, you're cool, like let's fucking go. That's what's up, man. And I really do hope to see that change, especially you guys really seem passionate about it. And the crew that you guys got, there's all love over there. 
So it's re- it's really dope to see. Thank you. But yeah, man, let's let's make that shit happen because like we've been saying, life moves fast, especially in the city. You never know when it's your last day. You never know what can happen to you, who's going to lose the passion. But to bring everybody together and ju- just like you said, man, being a lover of music, you just love to be in that environment. Always. I remember the first time that I reached out to Vic, I just said, yo, I just want to be in the studio, bro. Like, I just want to be there. It, th- it doesn't matter what I'm doing, if I'm watching, if I'm taking pictures, anything, right? Because there's been so many people I've been around where, you know, they got like a little studio or they got a studio and I'm like, yo, like, what's the word? Like, let me side through. Oh, we got too many people. Oh, you know, nah, never mind. Like shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was always like, damn. So it's so inaccessible to me. And then Vic gave me the chance, and it's like, all right, now we're doing this. Now we got something going, and it's only up from here. Just consistency. I mean, like I said, bro, let's work. Let's get that shit done, and let's make something happen for Chicago. Yes, it's time fucking time all right bro so we're gonna go ahead and close out the show i really appreciate you coming on thank you really dope conversation and we're definitely gonna have to do one with the four of you guys because that'll be some shit (laughs) it'll be a lot of shit talking but it'll be uh it'll be a lot of fun for sure with that being said the closing starts with your special item scoop boop uh, there you go. Just a, just nah. It's a black bag. Yeah, it's. Who knows what's in the bag? No, it's my headphones. For the simple fact that with those I can work anywhere, you know. Um, instead of you know putting my laptop, like not like that. Um, my headphones I can lock in wherever and I can get the job done. Simple. You can focus like that. Oh man, the most. I prefer being in headphones as of lately, at least. I love just being in you know my own world. Yeah, I because I got KRKs at the crib, and, you know, sometimes I like putting it on when I'm sitting there and chilling, but then when I just want to, like, get lost, yeah. it's headphones. Come on, bro, yep, you know it. Johnny Carter, Con El Fuego. Abel came up with that, right, Con El Fuego? Uh, yeah, Johnny Carter, Con El Fuego. So I didn't have uh, a tag yet or whatever. I think this is the story. I should know the story, but I'm pr- 98% sure this is the story is Abel was recording with this guy named Ducati. I haven't met, but I only hear great things. He was recording to one of my beats, and this was when we first started uh, making music, um, Abel and I. And at the end, you know how reggaetoneros, they'll say whatever, oh, I just hit that. Uh, they'll say whatever they want, like, you know, they'll shout out producers. And he was like, oh shit, I don't know what to say, what should I say? And then Ducati was like, say Johnny Carter con el fuego. And he was like, all right, bet. And that's how it happened. Simple. <laughs> That's funny as uh, Abel Abel. <laughs> Abel Abel, bro. Those fucking reggaetoneros, bro. You know how they say they gotta fucking talk for two minutes at the end of their song? <laughs> Shout out seven different people. Which, hey, that's an amazing thing. Like, you don't hear that in, you know, Western music. Like, you know, they don't say that shit. So I love that people shout out who was involved, especially in, you know, in the Latin community. It's amazing. Uh, they should do more of that shit just all over. Nah, but yeah, bro, I really appreciate you coming on. Do you have anything like coming out that you want to shout out? Uh, nah. Ah, man. After the first one, I wanted you on after Abel, but I, I really I'm appreciate here. that it happened. Yeah. 
Thank you for reaching out, bro. Of course. Sad boys. Sad boys for real. <laughs> for life, man. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe, guys. You know what to do. I'll drop his at down below. I'll drop my at down below. But thank you, guys. Peace out. Peace. Si lo que busca placer no lo va a encontrar con This él. Is no importa en dónde esté, yo se lo digo cada vez. Mami, cuántas veces tengo que decir.